This is a deliriously driven podcast. I've got an itch to scratch. I need assistance. Pitch me. I wanna get scripty. You went high. I went high that time. I was. I thought, you know, you went high last time. I thought I'd give you a little break of the, the old vocal cords. Thank and, you. And I should I should go high this time. And I did. And I think I did well. I'm feeling pretty fucking good. You're feeling today. pretty good today? Yeah. I'm yeah. Feeling why like refresh, why so? Not as moody as we usually as I usually am when we record. No, I'm usually I'm feeling worse actually. I'm feeling more moody. <laughs> That's alright though, because like because I'm happy. You know What about my happiness? And you need to Does count your happy? wins. I won last time, by the way. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. I so I will count my wins. Yeah. It's just my happiness is this precious little thing, and you seem I'm to always sh- want to come in and smash it. Yeah, I do. Your happiness makes me But you Ill. can't get to me today, fucker. There's no need You're for sad? That. There's no need for that language. You're sad? I'm, Good. I'm moody. Good. I want you to be sad. I'm feeling great. Um, do you want to hear a pitch? Hmm? Do you this is this is hmm? this is pitch me. So yeah, so you stop stealing the show. It's a pitch me. It's a, a podcast where we, we pitch. You know, everybody everybody has, has a script, script. Everybody has a movie. A everybody screen has a screenplay that they like to pitch you, mm-hmm. but you never want to listen, and that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We're here to explain it better than Way they better. ever far better. It's- could because I was I really set you up to finish that sentence. Oh, right, this, this, jump on do it. that again. Do that again. No, we're here to explain it better than they ever could. That was pretty good. Yes. You kind of almost tripped off a little bit. It's because you, I, I felt like you were you paused for me, but it was just okay. a pause between. Better. Sorry, I'll cut all this. Uh, I'll cut all this out. Yeah, cut it all out. Again, I I can't help but think you won't. No, I will. Bet. No, I just, like better promise. than. No, sorry, I'll lend better, it. better, better than, than they, they. You know, you say could. Why? Sorry, better I than they ever could. Nice. So yeah, that's probably actually going to have trouble cutting around that because we are it's so baked into the like episode not, now. It's not how audio works. But um, you know, whatever. Roxanne, Roxanne, all she want to do is party all night. Where'd that come from? <laughs> so you have a. I look um, down to get my phone, and now and you're singing Roxanne. Roxanne. Where did that but come it's from? Just rocks. Is that your pitch? What can I do? My pitch. You had this prepped. You prepared for this. This takes a while. I didn't know what that was going to be until I played it. <laughs> so my suggested up next. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh. So you had a pitch from me? I do. Dear God, I do. <laughs> Okay, so, so peaks too early. Netflix and chill. Uh, no, 
No, Netflix is like you know. There's there's a new trend going around. I don't know. I don't know if you noticed. Disney Plus. I don't know if you noticed, but they've been rebooting all these old properties as like teen dramas, right? Like, like what? Riverdale. Uh, right, yeah. Sabrina. Oh yeah. Um. There's another one that I can't think of. I can't. And they're like sitting in the same. Um, kind of world as well. Yeah, like, like, it's like there's it's like little crossovers. Similar. They reference each other in a couple mm. of episodes. And on you know, so like a bunch of like yeah, so it's just rebooting like dark and, and gritty for right. for, yeah. for the teen audiences of today. Yeah. So I want in on there. Okay. Okay. Because that pays apparently really well. There, like Riverdale's on like season six or seven. Like it's yeah. Like it's a continuous money making machine. So I want it. I could be like your KJ Upper. Exactly. Every teen drama needs a dreamboat. I'll consider you when we get to the casting process. But anyway, so first episode. It's a. uh, It's a. It's an office. Psychiatrist office. There we so go. you're pitching me a TV series? Yeah. And this is the first dip? Yeah. Okay. And so it's a psychiatrist office. And it's just a guy who's just sitting there. And then he gets a, a, a message on his intercom being like, hey, you're a new patient's here. And he goes, all right, let them in. And then come in. He sits down. We don't we don't see them. We don't, we're only on the psychiatrist. We don't office. see the patient. We don't see the patient. Hey, and the psychiatrist. And the psychiatrist is like, uh, hello. Yes. Uh, now, <clears throat> uh, you know, this is what we do here. My name is uh, uh, Dr. Javago. Dr. Travago. That's his name. Hotel. I don't know what that is. His name is Dr. Travago. Uh, and I'm, I'm here to, um, he's, we, we learned that he's a, he's sort of a, a rehab psychiatrist. Okay. No. <laughs> so people book into this. Yeah, it's it's like it's part of a re- it's part, it's part of a rehab program, basically. Right, a rehab hotel. And then we just um. So the 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 rehab psychiatrist, Doctor Truago, um, is basically like, all right, where do you want to start this? And then we hear. Um. The, the uh, patient go um well first i want to know more about you and he goes eh what's up doc <laughs> it's a gritty reboot of looney tunes so there's no human they're all animals no they're all- no, no no it's like it's the thing it's it, they're all human but they're like human equivalent so the patient is bugs bunny yeah it's bugs bunny oh all right okay and basically what we learned throughout the series is that because it's a gritty reboot you know it's like years after they're all like like adults kind of or young adults it's kind of like in the muppets movie yeah the, yeah the sort exactly. of, not the original but like the, but like the, the the new one yeah yeah with and, tina fey and where they go um and see what all the muppets are doing now and so exactly. some of them are like yeah like mm-hmm. doing like um that beer mm. who's that beer fuzzy yeah he's doing like st- shitty stand up yeah. and it's like dive Except yeah. because again, this is all dark and, and moody, so we need the fate of the Looney Tunes to kind of uh, reflect today's world and world views. Uh, Tweety has been uh, diagnosed with uh, manic depression, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't you know doesn't tweet anymore. Has no has absolutely no. Um, and and in fact, at their lowest point, 
when they offered themselves up to Sylvester to eat. And Sylvester was so upset by his uh, enemy just giving up like that, that, you know, he got him helped. And that's when, that's when Tweety knew that. Well, this is so dark. Yeah, it's, dude, they go dark. Riverdale is not this dark. They go, they go dark. This is going to be real dark. Uh, Marvin the Martian uh, had to, uh, got deported. <laughs> Same thing with Speedy Gonzalez. And so basically, oh. basically my pitch for is that every episode, it's like Euphoria. It's like Euphoria. <laughs> okay. Every episode, it deals with a different Looney Tune and what they've been up to. So Bugs Bunny uh, has been getting into the carrots and he's uh, addicted to carrot juice. Okay. Like he injects it right into his veins. It's like heroin. <laughs> the first episode is essentially train spotting, but with Bugs Bunny. Um, and and just trying to like you know make 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 do and and get money and he loses a lot of the love and respect that he has um acc- like thus acclaimed you know he he has a Nobel um P- Nobel Prize Bugs Bunny yeah he's got a Nobel Prize really? Canon what for um the betterment of humanity the what the the overall betterment of humanity I'm not so kidding what does that mean he, I I don't know they in, in the new Looney Tunes show. They um, where they're all like in their twenties and living together. Uh, Bugs Bunny and Cannon has a Nobel Prize. Crazy, I know. Anyway, so Bugs, you know, he's he's got a lot of respect for his peers, but he loses it all once he gets addicted to a, a certain kind of of carrot juice that uh. gets released by Coca Cola. And so he, um, you know, he ends up on the street and he starts to like um, hustle for money, and it's like, oh, like, and Doc. I'll suck your dick, Doc. I'll, I'll suck your dick for carrot juice, Doc. You know, it's really ugly. Really um, just awful. And it ends with him finally, you know, where we see him at the start. He's at rehab and he wants to get better. And then the song, I Want to Get Better by the Bleachers plays. Because these kind of teen shows have a really uh, modern soundtrack. Yeah. So, you know, so... I just want you to know I hate this so far. Why do you this hate is this? So depressing. What do you mean? <laughs> actively destroying the Looney Not Tunes. Not actively, because like <laughs> But let me let me pitch you the, the end of the first episode where like in the back of the psychiatry's office is after all this shitty experience and Bugs finally deciding that he needs help. And it ends with with Bugs going, like, how's that? It's like What's up, Doc? And the doctor turns around and goes, no, what's up with you, Doc? And then Bugs looks at him and goes, you know what? I think that's the first time. I think that's the first time anyone's ever meant that. What is this? It's I Want to Get Better by the Bleachers. Well, and that applies over the credits? Yeah. <laughs> The fu- is this the end of your pitch? No, it's what the, the fuck? Of, at the end of my first episode. <laughs> okay. And then the second episode was around Daffy Duck, who is a, a, as a narcissistic personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> fuck is going on? And and he's a con man. He's uh he's kind of you know he's kind of a showman. Daffy Duck's in the business of um, basically conning old women into thinking that they need care and then he sort of absorbs their assets <laughs> in order to then kind of you know um to sell them in the name of of health and safety but really 
she's uh, Daffy Duck sending them so that he can make money off them and sort of slowly kind of absorb them until they they die in hospice, basically. So that's what Daffy Duck's doing. And he's just kind of a bad guy. Like, he's always been kind of a bad guy, but ever since Bugs, you know, kind of up and left, uh, his life's just kind of been a spiral. He's just become this all-out villain. <sighs> right. right. Yeah. And it ends with um, one of the elderly people, which is Granny from uh, from Tweety and Sylvester's right. Oh, right, right, right. Granny. Yeah. Um, she because she's an old woman yeah but she's yeah. quite smart like she she's very she's very she's sharp onto it, she's yeah. onto it so she, she's not like the others that he's kind of conned who have like yeah. dementia and, and and all these awful illnesses um so she figures out his game and basically um has her autonomy taken away to the point of madness and then granny uh, ends up killing daffy <gasps> and then daffy dies that's the end of the second episode. Are these episodes like interlocked in any way? Yeah, yeah, like like they appear in different episodes. Like Daffy appears in the Bugs episode briefly, and you Bugs. You didn't mention that. It's because uh, it's just part of the the show. And then, what the fuck? I know is it's this insane. Bitch? It's insane. It's insane to see our characters like this, and then eventually no, eventually no, don't act like this is out of your control eventually what I this, this isn't a pitch that you're having to read me it's greatly upsetting to hear is the i know it's upsetting it's upsetting to hear it's really bad but it you know it's, it's what has to be done and then by the, who the last episode what do you mean by who who has to be, why does this have to be done? Because it has to be done. By who, like, why? Because do you want these characters to live on to the next generation? This is, this is how the next generation views life. Who? What next generation? The teens. This is how they view life? This is how they view life. It's dark, it's edgy, it's sad, it's depraved. Next episode, Speedy Gonzalez, right? This <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez. I'm going to have to edit Speedy around Gonzalez. so much of this. Speedy Gonzalez is actually not a Mexican. That's why he's been culturally appropriating another culture for all these years. Because, you know, he's kind of a stereotype. I mean, what, what, like, unless it's like a festive thing, what makes, like, what Mexican person wears that attire? It's a stereotype. And also he's voiced by, like, a white man. Okay. Right, exactly. So really it's cultural appropriation to the highest level. And so when he gets deported back to, to Mexico, it's, it's, it's all over for him. <laughs> <laughs> the town people rise up and and they create a, a, a sort of a sand trap <laughs> like you know how like what's it called uh, s- s- the sinking sands quicksand quicksand thank you <laughs> so they create a quicksand trap that when he steps in it he's so no. small he gets trapped right away and he's like you know uh, he doesn't speak any Spanish because he, he's always speaking English and he always, he's always like, anda, anda, arriba, arriba, you know, which is like the only Spanish he knows because he's been culturally appropriating this entire time. And he's been kind of furthering these stereotypes about, about Mexicans for a long while. And so obviously they're really pissed off at him because like back in Mexico, that he's kind of the, uh, the, the epitome of how white capitalism has portrayed them. And so they... Uh, <laughs> They rise up. Why is this? They rise up. They trap him. Somehow the least problematic. They um, trap him in quicksand. They trap him in quicksand and they let him drown. 
His name was Graham in real life. <laughs> yeah. Is your bitch done? My what? Your bitch. Now nah, I've got one more. <laughs> the last one is between Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. This one's a, this one's a fun one. Because Wiley Coyote, basically Roadrunner, he's he's getting old now. Because um, the road Roadrunners don't live all that long, and Wiley Coyote is also getting quite old. And so, uh, Roadrunner basically trips and falls, and Wiley Coyote goes over, and he's like, "I finally got him! I finally got him!" And then he's holding them, and they're both kind of looking at each other, and they're looking deep into each other's eyes. And for that second, suddenly it all makes sense, and they kiss. They're gay now. This is the only nice episode. And then, because they're old, they only get to live, like, they only get to, like, be together and be lovers for, like, two days. Okay. And then a roadrunner dies in Whitey Coyote's arms. Okay. And then Whitey Coyote... It's not a good episode. Whitey Coyote, basically, what he does is that he puts a boulder on a hill, and then he stands under it. No! (laughs) And the boulder falls. You ruined it! You ruined the one good episode! Crushed by his own boner, no. but this time he's fucking dead. No, <laughs> this time he's gone. No. He's gone forever. I'm gonna eat it around this. What do you much. mean? It's great. No, it's not. That was dear. That's your worst pitch today. What do you mean? It's my worst pitch. <laughs> pitch. Oh, fuck, it's a piss. What do you mean? It's my worst pitch. Don't even get me started on what, what happened in Yosemite. No, I'm not. Stop. Your pitch is done. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. Yeah, it's that good, right? No. It's and like euphoria. There's no interlapping or overlapping. Yeah, well, 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 you know, I don't want to. It's like it's a TV pitch. I don't want to give it all away. But they are. They do interlap and they do go into each other's episodes and, and, and all that. Only as like star sort of cameo things. Yeah. Not obviously, obviously they don't appear no, in a way that's integral to the plot. No, because, because otherwise like, you mention Well, that. no, because it's kind of like the universal theme. Like this happens to all of us, you know. It's gritty. It's dark. There's no happy ending for any of them. No, that's how life is, man. No, life doesn't not. have happy endings. Yeah, it does. No. Well, I mean, yeah. Not for us. Not for the Looney Tunes. <sighs> I don't know what to say to that pitch. Because it's perfect, I know. It's not so terrible it's wonderful thank you it's so terrible you know what it does oh. it makes light of serious issues it does starts a conversation that's different to what gets your pitch talking. does gets people talking that's different to what your pitch does starts a conversation gets people talking your pitch is using serious issues for and, comedic and putting, value and putting light no i did you did you hear me laugh what did I laugh once? You did. You laughed a lot of times. I didn't laugh. I didn't. Because these characters are known for being comedic characters as well. Yeah, but just like the Riverdale characters are known for being comedic characters. No, they're not. They're they absolutely are. Not. They are. They're from a comedy. Riverdale is not a comedy. It's not a comedy. Exactly. Just like Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes is a comedy. Yeah, but the original um, Archie, Archie's comics, they were comedies. And then they, they turned serious. Yeah, but they, none of them get that. None of them are serious. That's why like, this is. That's why this is going to be the most successful. Like they all, they all still deal with very cartoony premises. No, they, but they take themselves super seriously. And like, I think we need like to take they, 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 super they, seriously. They still deal with cults and serial killers and stuff that. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but <laughs> I, 
None but, of them are depressed. Yeah. But you know, you know what it's called? It's not called Looney Tunes. It's called the real tunes. How's that? Let's put, move on. Put that in your breakfast. No, I, I don't. I'm not eating breakfast anymore. I've lost my appetite. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. All right. What's your pitch? It's time to have uh, a light, haha, funny second half of the episode Both after you, the truly problematic first half. Both of you to assume there. I uh, okay. You sent me. Oh, you sent me this email. This is prepared to be dazzled. Yeah. Freezies. Yeah. Okay. Nothing else. It's, it's called. Read out the um. Read out the title. It's called Tom and Esteban the movie. Esteban Origins. Which we're I, back, baby. I assume it's a prequel. Of we're some back sort. in the story of Tom and Esteban the movie. So, so this is Esteban's Origins. You're correct. It is a prequel. Okay. Um. I took on board. Wait, before you open it and start reading the first, uh, start reading it. Okay. I just want to say I took on board your feedback from last time I, in I, a I genuine really, way. I don't believe so that. So here's the thing. I don't believe that. <laughs> your main criticisms from last time, okay, were that you just got like dunked on the whole time. I got dunked on the entire time. That's like why. you just like in the moment of climax, you inhaled smoke and you uh, yeah, passed and out. I really didn't add anything. And to the plot. I mostly and you complained that humiliating character. Like, I sort of stood in the spotlight the whole time. Yes. Okay, here's my remedies for those. Okay. I'm not in this film at all. You're not in this film? No. So it's just me. This is it before we met. Then why is it called Tom and Esteban if you're not in this it's film? It's in the same universe. That doesn't... <laughs> right? Okay. okay. I guess X-Men Origins, what we're in is right. the X-Men aren't in it. Okay. So, okay. I'll, I'll so there's that. that. So I'm not in this film. Okay, you're not in this film at all. Um, So you can play Esteban. I'll play I'll play okay. everyone else. Um, the other thing you had, which okay. is you like passing out and getting dunked on. Yeah. Didn't, didn't I like hope that. this film contextualizes some of those moments we see in Tom and Esther on the movie where it provides reasons. You know, well, after you watch this film, you'll be like, that's why that happened in Tom and Esther on the movie. Like, it's like it justifies some of your mistakes. Incredibly and like, suspect. Humanizes you. Humanizes. All right. Okay. All right. Cheers, sir. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, interior Esteban's room, mm-hmm. morning. Esteban's mum. Esteban, sweetie, no, my mom get up. Like, you'll be late for school. It's not all what my mum sounds like. Oh, I Esteban shoots up. Stop. Again, I don't feel like you captured my voice in this. Yeah, but this is just a version of you. Zoinkers, the bus. <laughs> not a word. Zoinkers is I've a word. I've never said that. The bus. Interior, kitchen, continuous. A large breakfast buffet has been laid out on the dining table. There is eggs, bacon, bread, <laughs> sausage. A single sausage. Pancakes, waffles, cereal, and the like. I love you. Esteban's mom. I love you, my baby boy. No time to talk, mum. I got a blast. What? <laughs> so Esteban only grabs one small triangle of toast and has a swig of orange juice and kind of shoots out the door. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of shoots out the door. That's not good writing. That's not, that's, that's not good action <laughs> you, lines. You kind of shoot out the door. What do you mean kind of? Do I half shoot? What? Well, you can't actually shoot out the door. What am I meant to indicate from this? So you like zoom, like run really fast. Just keep the door. going. Interior, classroom, later. Um, and the so teacher 
and the history of the thing represents right. how the president saw his people. So not even he signed the paper and trails off. So not even pretending like like it's, we're an actual classroom. You didn't copy him. You didn't even copy and paste the Wikipedia thing. You just well, this is, is this placeholder? Oh no, is this no, the this actual? Is the, this is the script. Okay, this is sort of like I tried to like capture how teachers actually talk as well. Uh huh. Did you think you honestly reading that? Did you think you <laughs> did you think you did a good job? That sounds pretty smart. That's kind of like what I hear when we whenever we're in class. You don't pay attention in class, and that's... your grades are going down. Yeah, no, they're not. They're fine. So, like, anyway, he signed the paper and trails off. Esteban is falling asleep at his desk. And now, who doesn't pay attention in class? <laughs> teacher, can't Esteban this, can't turn this around on me. <laughs> so the teacher says, Esteban. Esteban jolts awake. Uh, why? I, uh... School, and then over the school radio, we hear, Esteban to the nurse's office, please. Esteban to the nurse's office. Oh, saved by the bell. All the kids point and laugh at Esteban <laughs> as he stands and leaves the classroom. Why are they pointing and laughing Because it's like embarrassing to why get is it called em- out over the main school speaker. It isn't. It's a it perfectly is. normal thing. No. Why is it embarrassing? No, you've been singled out. Yeah. So okay. this is sort of set this is sort of set like um a year ago. A year ago. <laughs> yeah. We were we weren't at high school a year ago. No, but in this universe you're still at school. Okay. Um so interior, nurse's office, moments later, nurse. We have the t- <laughs> We have the t- <laughs> We have the test results back. It's worse than we thought. I'm at the nurse's office at school. Yeah. And they (laughs) gave me a test. (laughs) Again, okay, the next line I have is just... (laughs) It's just Tom. But no capitalization. No capitalization. And there's no indication of how to say it. So it's just Tom... The nurse checks her notes. Ah, yes. So here's the news. Son, you have (laughs) asthma, son. You repeat it. (laughs) So that sort of provides justification as to why you like fainted when you inhaled all that smoke in the burning building. You have asthma, son. (laughs) That's not good writing. That's not good dialogue. (laughs) It's fine. So, like, son. You know how it is. Okay, wait, hold on. They, they so, have a southern accent. No. This is an example. All right. And then, and then I say, no. No exclamation mark at the end of no. <laughs> yeah, says, put no. your own spin on it. You don't have to read it as is. Put your own spin on it. Like, add some emotion into it. No. That's better. Nurse, look on the bright side, son. <laughs> At least you son. still have both your arms. A little bit weird. So that's sort of foreshadowing <laughs> into um, the next film, like At the least, main film, when you lose, lose an arm. When lose an arm. Is, isn't there anything I can do? Try taking a good long look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> it's poor advice. Really bad advice. There are <laughs> things you can do with asthma. I've had asthma in the past. <laughs> so, so this is true to your character. No, no, so that's true. I didn't want to say that, but there, there's not like there's nothing to do. And the truth comes out, ladies and gentlemen. Interior, Esteban's house. Later, Esteban is standing in front of a mirror, looking at himself. 
Esteban frowns and steps away and we see it wasn't a mirror at all. It was just a framed picture of himself. So that's pretty good, this right? This is a farce. It's just some visual comedy for the film. Man, I can't even do this correctly. <laughs> so that's pretty, that's like, yeah. It's not. It's good humor. It's not, it's so, not good so humor. So neighbor, neighbor off screen. Help! Help! No. Esteban runs out of the house, but not too fast. So that's just like sort of sticking to the theme that you have asthma. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Outside, continuous, yeah. What's going on? A crowd gathers. So that's just like, yeah, Yeah. a crowd gathers. Um, You'd have to explain a reaction line. Sorry, yeah. (laughs) Neighbor. Uh, my house is full of poisonous gas and my daughter is inside if only there was someone here who's not good at breathing who could go in and save her <laughs> not what asthma is that's not at all so you want to like make sure you like no one you know, bad breathe at the breathing gas. <laughs> don't inhale poisonous gas yeah um, Esteban steps forward. I'll go. The crowd gasps. Happy? Because that's like, I'm giving you a heroic moment now. I'm a little happy. The crowd gasps. Let's see how this goes. <gasps> Esteban charges into the house. House inside, continuous. Where? Hello? Where are your daughter? <laughs> Not accurate. Not bad grammar. Bad writing. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> I don't mean to have that, so it's a typo. Yeah, oh, that's a t- <laughs> I'm amazed at what is and isn't a typo to you. Da- daughter. Riddled. I'm in bedrock. Sal, <laughs> <laughs> so a typo. <laughs> I'm in bedroom. Is that, is that a typo? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Esteban rushes to bedroom. <laughs> Found you threatening. <laughs> really threatening. <laughs> it's not it's not it's not, a, it's not a safe phrase. Found you. <laughs> Why is it full of poisonous gas? <laughs> I don't know. You don't get an explanation for this? Because there's like a leak. Found you. Esteban is struggling to breathe at this point, but he uses all his remaining strength to carry the little girl out. Outside, continuous, Esteban stumbles out of the house and hands daughter to neighbor. Everyone cheers. Tom. Okay, you said <laughs> you said that you weren't in this film. That was a lie. Yeah, but I only come in like right at the end. That was a direct lie. I only come in right at the end, and that's sort of just like you know, make you think, oh my god, guest star appearance. Is this, appearance. Is this the end? <laughs> so this is, yeah, that was okay. the climax. Yeah. Alright. So this is sort of like, catch you off guard on there. That's it, everyone. Stay back. Give them room to breathe. Esteban, catching his breath. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Tom. While you were in there saving the girl, I kept control of the situation <laughs> out here. <laughs> How? What do you mean you kept control? No other people were wanting to go in after you because they didn't think you could do it, but I am. Um, so, all right, I kept control of the... I said, trust them. I kept control of the situation out here. We make a pretty good team. Yeah. 
I guess we do. Tom helps Esteban up. <laughs> what so is the neighbor. This is the neighbor. The neighbor goes, you know, in this day and age, not enough appreciation is shown to the little guy. Oh, I just saw, we're going to stop you. I just saw the end of this paragraph and I don't appreciate it. Continue. <laughs> you know, in this day and age, not enough appreciation is shown to the little guy. The person who works behind the curtain. We need to stop idolizing the heroes and start realizing <laughs> that operations like these are team efforts. And so that's why I think we all owe Tom a bravery <laughs> appreciation <laughs> award. Three cheers for Tom. Bad writing. Horrific. Absolutely bad. This character has come out of nowhere. This is my movie. You've invaded my movie. You've also spelled bravery wrong. You spelled it bravery. There's no A. <laughs> Bravery Appreciation Award, nonsense. A nonsense award for a nonsense person. Well, sometimes they create special awards in the, in the moment just for like... In the moment, no. <laughs> you know, because like not. every award was created at some point. I'd also, like you, I'd also like to direct you to the next line, which I'm going to read. The crowd all raised their drinks in honor of me. <laughs> That's breaking the fourth wall. Because you, you wrote this, the in honor of me. It's not Tom the character as you so astutely say every time you make one of these this is you you've inserted yourself into this narrative <laughs> you piece of yeah. shit well it's because this you is like one, this is one reality over so it's pretty close one reality to the real over. Me. no but you're saying it's you you're not saying it's you one reality over it's you you fucking dick crowd or raise their drinks in honor of me it's the bell. this is your line we should start a podcast together Tom helps Esteban up again. I fell. I <laughs> fell again. Is that what you're saying? Is that somewhere along this, along this neighbor's long monologue about cheering you, I fell once again <laughs> and you helped me up <laughs> again? Yeah, I guess we should. <laughs> but this last line is so good. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's so good. No, no, no. <laughs> And it's quote unquote the last arc action line for those that can't read. It's the last line is quote unquote so good, out of nowhere. Okay, so yeah, it goes. Yeah, I, I guess, guess we, we should. should. So, so good. good. <laughs> the end. This that's ridiculous. This is not. It's not. This is bad. You're a bad writer. Uh, You're bad for making this. You're bad for, for continuing to make this. This is possibly the second best thing I've ever written. Is the first the first one? Yep. I think it's... Here's the thing. It's better. <sighs> because you're in the but main until, character. But until you show up, and then you you make me fall twice in the same you breath. You can read into that how you, how, how you will. What do you mean read? It's going to be a movie. It's meant to be clear. <laughs> Yeah, but depending on who directs it, different things can happen. Obviously, I'm going to direct it and you're going to fall. But, like, you know, it could vary person to person. I don't like this. I actually hate this. So good. I think it's un... <laughs> I can't even say it's unoriginal. It's too original. And I really dislike it. I, I dislike... And it's not my voice. This is leaps and bounds for the future of the movie industry. Tom... It's one of my lines. Nothing. There's nothing there. You gave that with really good. Did I? Yeah. I said Tom. That's really good. Is that how you intended? Yeah. So you're kind of perfect for the role of Esteban. 
I don't like the name Pepper. You kind of like song. look exactly how I imagined in my head. In honor of me. You have a, like a big breakfast. That's nice. And I thank you for that. But there's that doesn't offset the rest of it. Where I fucking I have asthma. <laughs> and and you get all the credit. That's like a real You get all problem, the credit though. for my for my victories. No, I didn't get the credit for saving the girl. Three cheers for Tom. Yeah, but that's... The crowd that, all raised their drinks no, that's, in honor of me. That's because, that's because I'm like, you know, doing work on the sidelines while you do the mo- more important stuff. And everyone's like, you know, we need to stop like thinking that all the credit goes to the main hero and we need to start appreciating the people on the side who are, you know, putting in the work behind the scenes. And do you not think that that's a good, like, message to send? This has been Pitch Me, a podcast where we pitch. No, honestly, we it's good. to one another. I win the triple P. No, award, you do not. And we will. You were so now. problematic. I absolutely won what the do triple P. What you mean P. problematic? Mine was had the best this premise. This is a character assassination. Best plot twist because you were so no. not ready for me to come into the absolutely. film. Absolutely. That's because you told me I'm not in the film. Yeah, that's not about your setup. That's not about your setup. That's not a good plot twist. Telling someone that something's not going to happen and then that thing happening in the film. That's great. That's like the definition of plot twist. It is when it's the fucking, when it's in the film, but this was outside of the pitch. You said, I'm not going to be in this. So that was a part of the pitch. Open your mind. You're blinking really hard. I think it was really good. You, you were really, I think really premise, so good. I think premise wise, mine's going to make more money. Because no, are you telling not. me? Are you telling me you wouldn't see a gritty Looney Tunes reboot? No, they're rebooting Prince of Bel Air as a gritty reboot. I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch. Well, guess what? Two seasons, Netflix. It's gonna happen. What Looney Tunes? Yep. No Looney Tunes gritty reboot. No, I'm pitching it to Netflix soon. I'm absolutely taking the award on this one. Um, it was really no. great. We had some laughs. Not. We shared good memories. We, we had highs and lows throughout this whole most, script. And that's it exactly- was lows. No, it's exactly what you want. It was a misrepresentation. It was another, yet another character assassination. Where again, you you write that you get all the credit and you get all all the glory. And it's I'm, sending a good message. I fall over twice. It sends a, <laughs> sends a good message. What's the message it sends? That like you know we shouldn't attribute what is a team effort to one person. It's not a team. I rescued that girl, and I kept control of the crowd. That's not the same thing. It is. It isn't. Well, no, it's not the same thing. I didn't like, risk we all work together. Did, you, didn't, you didn't risk your life. No, but I th- could have no, got trampled. Could have got trampled. The crowd was calm before they had I a mob got there. mentality. Mob mentality for what? What were they going to fight? So the you poisonous see, like, gas? They gasped when you said you'd go in. Yeah. That was fine. So they were that in sync. So they were like sort of starting to operate together. This has been a podcast. So we pitch scripts. Script Unbelievable. Pitch me. I'm gonna stop writing these because Good. they just cause an argument. Yeah, stop stop writing them. They're bad. They and do bad. so well. You're a bad writer. They do so well. They're fucking horrible. So good. They don't. So good. That's the tagline. So good is the tagline? It's That's a bad, why I put it in there. Bad tagline. That's <laughs> bad at the end. <laughs> looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was sort of like let's reflect on the script. Okay. So good. And you put that in the script, though. You, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, you are. Is it? It's a case like because some people feel they might feel a bit conflicted at the end just because it had such a unique ending. And the so ending is not like, unique. Tell people how they should the feel. The ending is nonsense. Yeah, tell people how they should. It's feel. Nonsensical. 
Yeah, we're just in the fucking show. You know, I was in a good mood no, when I, the percent started. I'd say agree to disagree, I but really I don't want good. anyone to agree to this. I was feeling really good when the show started, and you've just kind of like bought me way down here. Good. You fucking deserve it after that. I'll make you a Looney Tune. I absolutely have the bit of film. And I cannot be convinced otherwise. Esteban is. I want you to. Tom not, Cats rise up. No not a fan of mob mentality, but I want you we to find out where Tom lives. A family. We're a family. We have he doesn't, pack tactics. doesn't value anything. This has been a deliriously driven podcast. <laughs>